Okay, we're uh, we're live. Welcome to 2016 in podcast land. Whoa, it's been uh, oh my god, two months, almost two months. Yeah, I'm glad we don't get paid by the podcast <laughs> or at all. <laughs> I do this for the love of the game. Uh, Maybe that's part of it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's see. Tonight we had. We're just gonna jump like right in, like nothing ever happened. Uh, Adelanto Silverado boys basketball. Uh, we did not get to go to this game uh, due to circumstances outside of the daily press's control, but we talked to two coaches and saw some photos. Yeah, the photos look great. That's true. I'll check out uh, Jose Cortez. Uh, photos. A lot of uh, Adelanto celebrating, and rightfully so. And uh, a dunk, an alley-oop. I actually don't know if that was a successful alley-oop. I like to believe that it was. Yeah. The caption was unclear. It's it's hard to tell with those those photos. I don't know what moment you've caught. Right. A thousand words, every single one of them a damn lie. (laughs) A thousand Uh, words, but mostly really just questions. A thousand questions, that's true. Uh, Name of my autobiography. (laughs) So, anyway, that's a big win for Adelanto, obviously. It gives them the 2-1 series, season series victory, which is obviously huge for tiebreakers and all that yeah, good stuff. because, you know, they're the two top teams in the league, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, uh, that'll get you far. Um, yeah, so Victor uh, has beaten both teams each once, uh, and uh, Barstow came close to beating Silverado once. But other than that, it's really just uh, Adelanto and uh, Victor Valley that are tops in that league um, so it seems like Atalanta has a good shot at you know wrapping this thing up and uh, winning their first ever league title which would snap a streak of uh, five straight for Silverado yeah uh yeah it's their title to lose at this point um you know they've got they're eight and two Silverado six and three uh so obviously uh Silverado has a, a game in hand uh, which is nice but I mean at this point it's kind of academic if, if Atalanta is able to win its final two games, which are against, one's against uh, Barstow, I think, right? Barstow or and Victor, Victor, I believe it. Yeah, so so they, they have to play the next two toughest teams. Right. So it, It's not outside the realm of possibility that Silverado gets help here. Um, really wanted, needed this game, though. I mean, to feel good about oh, yeah. what you were doing going forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this would be, it's, you know, Atlanta's been kind of a nice story uh, this year, you know. I won't say came out of nowhere or anything, but I mean, you know, it's it's nice to be able to talk about Atlanto in uh, terms of a uh, you know contending for a league title. It's been a a rough go for them in all sports, you know, which was expected at the beginning. So it's kind of nice to have this story to talk about. Yeah, and like you know, and they're a fun team and score a lot of points, which is also freaking awesome. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, last year I, I think we kind of expected Atalanta to win the league. I think that was the early buzz among, like, mm-hmm. coaches and things. Um, you know, that was a nice story that Silverado uh, got to, you know, retain its league title and the fact that, you know, uh, they had two players transfer who probably would have been, you know, two top players, top five players at least in the high desert, probably maybe two of the top players. So they had them transfer before the season and uh, still were able to cobble together, you know, a league title. And that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, but, uh, Seems like Atalanto might be uh, winning the league title this year. We'll see. Uh, all right. So let's see. We're going to talk about some of the other league title races that are going on right now. Uh, the, the good ones, anyway, not the bad ones. Um, 
All right, so let's see. Let's start with uh, MRL boys basketball. We'll just run through all the boys basketball while we're minds are on it. Yeah. Um, uh, Hesperia, I mean, is where the conversation needs to start. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's definitely it. Uh, yeah, they're far and away the best team, I guess, at least. I mean, they've got a commanding lead. I wouldn't say that they're a ton better than... Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Hesperia is a you know weird deal. They uh, they definitely play very well as a team. They don't really have any one per se star. You know, I think Vontae Ott uh, uh, is you know kind of in that category. We uh, we've seen a couple games of him playing. They don't put stats up on Max Preps, so it's a little bit hard to know exactly like you know what he's averaging uh, per game. Um, but yeah, he's, he's been playing pretty well. But yeah, they they're just a you know a total team package, and they uh, tend to play pretty good. Defense. Yeah, they sure do. Pretty Not, good zone defense. They may actually be, yeah, zone is for cowards. And they may be the anti Atalanto. Uh, I'd love to see those two teams play just to see how it, uh, you know, at one point I kind of thought, like, oh, Atalanta is just an unstoppable machine. There's just no way that you can. Uh, uh, you know, they, they, they had two losses back to back one to Silverado, one to Victor. And, uh, yeah, I it mean. It just seemed like they could be beaten anymore. Yeah, uh, zone defense is sucking the life and joy out of basketball is a tradition unlike any other, and I'm sure that they could find a way to suck the life and joy out of Vatilanto just like everything else. It's, it's what the zone defense does. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, Esperia has a, a two-game league lead. Um, it's kind of similar to the Atalanta situation where they do control their own destiny. Um I don't really see anybody else, you know, touching a spur the rest of the, I mean, unless they just melt, melt down in one game. It seems yeah. pretty unlikely, um, which is also kind of a cool story that, you know, a has been able to kind of come back and, you know, kind of push off uh, Oak Hills, who it's, you know, been very, very good uh, since since opening. Yeah, I think Oak Hills is a little bit, little bit young this year, although Asperia is not, not exactly old. I think they have a, quite, a, quite a few underclassmen that are helping them out. All right, so that's boys basketball. Uh, was there? Yeah, I mean the the girls basketball is a little bit. Uh, the the DSL girls race was interesting until you know kind of this week where now it's uh, not not so much anymore. Yeah, uh, so Victor leads that. Uh, Victor actually had a close game against uh, Granite Hill. Was it Granite Hill? Yeah, it was. Hill, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we didn't get a we didn't get the information from Victor. I'm gonna guess that Crystal Fields probably didn't play a lot. I mean she's. Had a little bit of a bum ankle, and uh, you know they're probably saving her up at this point. So if the games are a little bit closer, um, I think they still probably have the talent to prevail. Um, so yeah, it was between them and Barstow. Uh, I thought that was a fun, fun game. You got to see one of them play, not a non-league one, technically. Right. Uh, the Serrano tournament. Yeah, that that was a great game. That was a lot of fun. Um, really, really good finish. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, same for my game. Uh, you know, Mims uh, over at Barstow and Fields over at Victor. They're two really fun players to watch. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they each can, you know, take over a game for at least a, a little bit there. Uh, yeah, Fields is just, uh, she just, she gets so much elevation off of, like, jumping, even with a bum ankle that I supposedly saw her with. Um, you know, there's just, there's some shots that she, she misses, but you, like, you look at just the, uh, the athleticism it takes for her to get up like that, and it's like, you keep taking those. You'll you'll, yeah. you'll get them eventually. Like yeah, she's she's ex- a very very uh, very athletic and just a lot of fun. Very fast. Uh, yeah, I mean she's great to watch play. Uh, it's just just a lot of fun. Brings a lot of energy. 
I think that's at times that can get them into trouble because, you know, almost trying to do things too quickly and too, you know, over the top. But, you know, I don't know. I think in the long run, that kind of attitude and that kind of play is, is a positive. Um, that's the DSL girls race. Emerald girls is, uh, you know, Oak Hills marching over everyone and yeah. everything we hold dear. Yeah. Um, um, which, I mean, it feels unfair. I mean, it, it is boring in a sense that, like, you know, uh, Oak Hills is better than everybody else, but it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, they lost, obviously, you know, the, the best player uh, probably to come out of the high desert in a long, long time. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe arguably ever. ever. At least you in know, the conversation. Jan and, and Jan and Otto. Um, and, you know, they're pretty much doing the same thing they did last year. Uh, it's been a slightly more competitive, but they're still winning games by, like, 40-plus points. I think what I, I had the average at a margin of victory at uh, 45 points that's stupid yeah yeah um, yeah I guess I'd have to tally it up see what it was last year because I mean they have plenty of games where I felt like it was like 60 or 70 to like single digits or low double digits yeah so and, and they're not uh, running up the score either you know this is a uh, <laughs> They're taking it easy a little bit, you know. They they if they wanted to, they can make these scores worse. There's that definitely get that sense. All right, we're moving on to soccer. That's basketball. Uh, all right, uh, Emerald Boys Soccer has been as good, I think, as a at least as I hoped it would be. Um, you know, I don't know. Exactly. Continues to get more and more interesting. It does as teams continue to lose and or tie to teams they shouldn't be losing and or tying against. Uh, that's that's soccer, I guess. Um, you know, Sultana is, I was going to say comfortably, not really all that comfortably in first place anymore. Um, you know, they've got two points up on Serrano. Uh, all oh, the teams have played the same number of games, which is nice. So all played seven, three games to go. Uh, and, you know, so it's basically Sultana, Serrano, Oak Hills, uh, then Apple Valley, and then Asperian, you know, Burles and last. Uh, I think Apple Valley has really been the biggest surprise for me that they have not been better. Uh, yeah, at I least if they haven't won more games. Yeah, I probably would have taken them as a, a preseason, uh, you know, pick. office poll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't. I haven't gotten a chance to see. I don't know if there's any soccer so far this year, but just looking at scores and uh, I think I looked briefly at before we headed into MRL season, and um, they were. Uh, the highest ranked team on Max Preps, whatever that's worth. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, something, not everything. Yeah, they they deserve to win that game that I saw them lose against Serrano. In, that was the league opener, too. right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't see the second game they played against Serrano where they lost to Serrano three uh, nothing. Granite Hills coach Paul Casares was there, and I asked him, you know, what what he thought, and he thought that Serrano was a lot better. Um, I don't know if that's just a matter of like, you know, I don't know, melting down and not they don't, you know, just lost any confidence they had early on or what what the deal is. I I, I just don't really know what you know, what what changed. Uh, I still I think that they've got just so much talent on that team that they they really should be better than they are right now. Um, but I don't know. It's a funny sport. They've uh, struggled to score. Happen. That's for sure. Yeah, what's this? They only have seven goals scored in league. Seven goals in seven games. games. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's, yeah, that's bad. Not going to get it done. That is not. Um, I think, you know, the big surprise team has been Sultana. I mean, surprising in a sense. Uh, this was the yeah. team that coaches were telling me to kind of look out for or whatever. But, you know, they 
barely squeaked into the playoffs last year. Um, and this year, that a is... a pretty good non-league Yeah, record, I think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know. That's That's been kind of cool to see their kind of, like, resurgence. Um, you know, them beating O'Kills, I know, was a very big deal for them. That's something that has not happened uh, ever. And they swept them this year, which, again, obviously has never happened. So that's pretty huge for them. Yeah, so points go to Sultana, 16, Serrano, 14, Oak Hills, 11, Apple, 9, Sperry, 7, Burroughs, 3. And I think we can pretty comfortably ride at, well, obviously Burroughs and uh, Sperry, really. I think that, that it's going to be those four teams kind of vying for three spots. I mean, I, I think that Oak Hills would probably hang on to that spot, but it wouldn't really shock me if Apple Valley is able to kind of make a little run here at the end and, you know, get, get into the playoffs. All right, that's the MRL boys, MRL girls. Uh, that league title is gonna come down to tomorrow uh, when Serrano plays Oak. Um, a Serrano win tomorrow does clinch them the league title. So I'll be out at that game, and you know we'll see what happens. It was a pretty narrow win, loud one nothing in their first meeting. Yeah, I think Serrano deserved that win. Um, I think Serrano's a little bit better. Um, still, you know, if uh, Oak wins, then uh, well, I they probably end up being co-champs and you know with uh oak getting the uh number one seed because second round is weighted more than the first round which is pretty stupid but that is the way that they do it um, yeah it'd be interesting to see uh you know somebody gives Serrano a little bit of a run and you know kills is you know sort of done that i mean you know a one a one nothing game i mean that's you know that's pretty competitive doesn't get a whole lot closer yeah, than that so without it's actually nice getting to see there. you you know, other teams in league. You know, back in the day, there was uh, Sultana and Serrano were good. And it's been a been a little bit since uh, I think there's been a legitimate uh, yeah number challenger. Two. Yeah, yeah, and there's nobody beyond those two that really you know can compare and be up in that kind of echelon. Um, do you know boys soccer has also been yeah weird? Uh, that's been a, that's been pretty weird. Uh, Granite's bit gone from wow they're very bad this year to oh no wait they're actually they're they're pretty good to eh, yeah, maybe they're, they're not so good to, oh wait they're great I think that's and, what happens whenever you have a whole crap load of sophomores what is yeah. it fourteen sophomores yeah is something like that? yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're, you're just gonna see inconsistencies and yeah. I think you know probably knowing uh, Apple Valley and Granite Hills and all that like you know they, they're probably good soccer players they probably have a lot of talent yeah um, and so maybe look out in a couple of years but you know. They're young players. You're gonna, you're gonna have games when you make some mistakes. You're gonna have games when you learn from that and progress. And you're, you know, you're gonna end up with the result that I think you see in Granite Hills right now. Yeah, they're five, three, and one, which is kind of interesting. I mean, it's just like in, in high desert soccer, it's usually like, oh, there are some teams that are like five hundred and below, and then there's one really good team. And here it's like, oh, there's you know, Adelanto at seven, two, and one. And granted, five three and one, and Victor three four and three, and Barso three three and two, and it's just kind of like, oh, it's I don't know, it's very messy. There's no good neat breakdown. Here. Yeah, and you've seen like weird things happen. I mean, not entirely weird, but like you know, Barso I think tied Atalanta at least once. Barso tying a team is never weird or surprising. <laughs> that's that's the game they play in Barso. Five guys back, and you know, pray for a tie. Uh, that's the strategy, pretty much. Uh, and Adelanto has been is also interesting. Um, you know, they they were good last year, and they gave Granite kind of a run for its money last year. And uh, this year, that they are talented. It's just you know, I think that they have uh, issues hanging around. And when they get when they go down, you know, like when they went down against Granite at the game I was at, it was just like you know, deflating. Uh, 
way too much time, you know, you know, complaining to each other as opposed to actually trying to do something, you know, positive moving forward. But, you know, they've they've done enough. Yeah, they're in the lead. So, well, you know, what are we, a week and a half or so to go? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the difference between being a number one seed and two seed in this, in their division, it doesn't make that big a difference. So, you know, they're going to get through the playoffs. And as long as, I think for both teams, it's more a matter of being in a feeling that you're in a good place entering the playoffs than it is necessarily being the, you know, first or second. And not to say that they don't want the league title, obviously, but, you know. Okay, sure, sure. Scores a lot of goals, but also gives up quite a bit. Right. Yeah, 23 goals scored in 10 games. That That is getting it done. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. 19 against. That's not so good. Not this great. is just for league we're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. and girls soccer is also pretty interesting. Uh, Barso, Silverado, and Granite all have seven points. Um, granted, Barso's played one fewer game. Barso's been good this year. That's also been a good Barso story. Barso and Granite have played one fewer game, right? Uh, I think... He was saying that that uh, I think that well, I'm not sure because Barstow and Granite play that makeup game tomorrow. Yeah, I know, but then with the buys and about. stuff like that, that I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, if, I guess uh, that if that's actually worked around. So now that's not the case anymore. Um, it's yeah, Barstow and Granite had a game rained out. Jeez, uh, forever ago. Yeah, it was that I think during that week of uh, torrential downpour that we got. Uh, yeah, so Max Preps has granted having played one more game okay. than Barstow. Yeah, which I mean that's what I have as well for whatever okay. that's worth. Sure. Um, anywho, so yeah, so that's uh, they play tomorrow. Um, Grant and Barstow do, and so that'll go a long way into kind of deciding you know the league title and where that goes and etc. I think Barstow plays. Yeah, no, Barcelona's just it's just a back-to-back, and then uh, same for Granite, because I don't think Granite plays on Thursday. Anywho, so I think we're going to have a much better idea of where we're at, you know, here in a, a few days. Uh, all right, so I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, the Cross Valley League, I guess we shouldn't shouldn't ignore that completely. Um, it's <laughs> just slightly. It's, it's, it's pretty much academic at this point. University prep is, is more than likely going to win both leagues. Um, uh, for girls, they're only up a point with still three games to play. Um, and they had a weird uh, zero-zero tie. Yeah. Uh, not surprisingly, I guess maybe uh, today there were a couple like weird results. And with the weather, the yeah. weather was pretty crappy. So. Yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah. So, uh, if you want some yeah, good, we had goal some to- teams that like struggled to score. We had a, you know what an AAE team that. Went up four nothing, and then ended up having to squeak out a five four win. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think depending upon where you were and you know, what the game was like, it uh, it was either a little bit sloppy and maybe easier to score, or just you know too much wind and you know like impossible to score. Right. So yeah, that. Let's look at the league uh, title races. Uh, University Prep Girls Basketball is also commandingly in first place, undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, as is Riverside Prep Boys. Is, are they undefeated? For the entire season? No, for Cross Valley League, sorry. Just yeah, to be Cross fair. Valley League, I believe they are. Yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, but yeah, the University Prep Girls, they are undefeated, like, period. Yes. Have, of course, they've only played, what, three more games than they've played in league? Isn't that right? No. I think they. I think tonight was their nineteenth. Oh, win no, of the no, just kidding. Yeah, do they only play two rounds in the Cross Valley League for uh, basketball? Yeah, they must. Yeah, they do. Okay, never mind. Just kidding. Uh, 
Yeah. So uh, I, I'm kind of curious to see what those teams are able to do in the playoffs. Uh, they're in kind of a tough division. I know the boys yeah. are. It's uh, there's been plenty of times whenever, like you know, back whenever Riverside Prep had a you know really good boys and girls team, and they would just slaughter the rest of CVL and uh, you know come playoffs like you know first round they just would they'd be maybe in a game but you know they just couldn't finish it off and I don't I can't remember like what division that was versus what this is. Uh, but uh, they aren't, like you said, they're in fairly high division. I think, the, you know, Riverside Prep is, like, along with, like, Barstow and maybe, like, Burroughs and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it might seem like, uh, you know, those, you know, I think at one point I told a, a coach, like, oh, you know, that, you know, playing Riverside Prep, that'll be, you know, even though it's a small school, it'll be a decent challenge. And I think I was the Barstow boys basketball coach, and he was like, oh, no, well, actually, they have a higher enrollment than we do. Yeah. Well, Barca's getting ready for a population explosion now that the tapestry project has been approved. So, look out. Pretty soon it's going to be bigger than Serrano. <laughs> Counting the days. Uh, all right, yeah. So, let's see. Uh, looking ahead to the rest of this week, we've got, yeah, kind of a lot of league title races wrapping up. We've got a wrestling duel, team duels on Saturday, which, yeah, who cares? Uh, the, for me, like the the... Like we had league, DSL League finals on uh, on Saturday. That was well, also kind of anticlimactic because uh, Victor beat everybody. Uh, MRL League finals coming up a week from Saturday, and then the real like you know the real playoffs begin uh, following that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the individual stuff. Right. That's the that's that's where it's at. Yeah, I mean team duels. You know, that's kind of cool, but it's it's kind of just like any tournament i mean they go to so many invitations yeah. and tournaments and duels and things throughout the, the the weekends during the season so it's not that much difference just a different categorization you know it's the teams they've stuck you with uh, within the eastern division is what they wrestle in yeah i think it's just that if, if we didn't have the like you know individual thing that went all the way to state champions you know uh then this would be a lot more interesting but like because we have that other way more interesting thing it's like and teams eh. teams can still win a title through the individual process, because right. you pick up points uh, right. from the individuals. Right. So I mean, so like for, where mo- for most teams, that's just not a right. possibility. Because, you know, plus your Victor Valley. Um, uh, I mean, it's just tough to send, you know, yeah. more than one wrestler through. Right. Through absolutely. Victor Diz is off to a good start. Had all fourteen qualified to the first round of individuals. Yeah, that's uh, helps your odds. That's good. Yeah. But, right, exactly, yeah. I mean, unless you're like, I don't know, what, Clovis, or what's another one, Poway, or whatever. Yeah. Yes. It's that, that's not happening, which is fine. You know, that shouldn't be the level of expectations anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's our show. Right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, important, relevant, no. surprising. Mm-mm. Nothing that I can remember. So... Uh okay yeah we will have uh you know more grape sports coverage up on our on the on these internets uh, where you are probably listening to this show so you should uh, click on that and you can follow also it. in the paper uh okay uh yeah yeah absolutely yes go out and buy a paper or subscribe then you don't have to go out of your house we come to you mm, the royal we uh okay you can also follow us on twitter um at dp sunstrom that's at dp underscore matt peters um, oh, yeah. and at dp sports whoa 
Uh, light it up. And now that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's various other social media profiles and whatnot. Oh yeah, we're also on Facebook Instagram and, and Facebook. Tout. Uh, yeah. Just follow us on Twitter for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Great. Good. We'll probably talk to you next Tuesday because we're going to start being here later on t- late on Tuesday nights. Daily Press Sports after dark. Fun stuff. Yeah. Woo! So, yeah. Take care. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs>